welcome to the charvak podcast this is your host kushal mehra all right so time for our scheduled ticket discussion so the world test championship is upon us uh, india is going to be playing new zealand in southampton this month and so we decided usually we do a review so this time we decided what the hell we'll do a preview kya farak padta hai review to karte hi hai abhi preview bhi kar lenge so to discuss the world test championship final with me as always i have adit kapadia and namneet mundra with me guys welcome to the podcast hey great Hello, to be here having us all right so this time i want to go in a slight structured manner which which is very unlike the charva podcast but we should uh, try to go with a structured manner this time so uh, i think we will start with the squads so um, so let's do this namneet let's first discuss the the kiwi squad so uh, uh, so if i can put it up on the screen for everybody you know i'll just pick up the squad i'll just share it on the screen and let's talk about the new zealand squad first so this is the squad i'm going to highlight it over here mm-hmm. kane williamson tom blundell trent bolt tim saudi doug bracewell devon conway colin the grandom jacob duffy matt henry kyle jamison tom latham darrell mitchell Henry Nichols, Ajaz Patel, Rachin Ravindra, Mitchin Santler, Ross Taylor, Neil Wagner, BJ Watling, and Will Young. Now, so this is the thing. Let's start like this. So, if I was to ask both of you, so Navneet, I'll go to you first. Who do you think mm-hmm. is going to be part of the playing eleven of New Zealand? I think it would be Kane Williamson, Devon Conway, uh, Tom Latham. Uh, 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 then uh, then we have uh, henry nichols henry nichols ross taylor bj watling neil wagner michel sentner uh, 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 kyle jamison uh, trent bolt and tim saudi hmm interesting so your bowlers are saudi jamison bolt sentner so you're not picking and the grand wagner home. wagner so uh, you're not picking colin the grand home uh i mean i think uh, i mean you know uh, this is what i think there could be one or two changes uh, i mean new zealand might opt for colin de grandholm but i would certainly go with these five bowlers fair enough adit what about you what do you make of the playing eleven who do you think new zealand is going to be playing so more or less same i would have initially if, if the last test match i hadn't seen my pick would have been tom lundell to open but after devon conway hit that magnificent double century it's new zealand is not going to drop him the only the only thing is that it's going to depend on the wicket if the wicket has a lot of seam and swing or something and if it is going to do something new zealand may want to pack their batting with a proper batsman uh, and In, instead of blundell play de grandhome so they have like you know sort of uh, just four bowlers but then again you have that risk that de grandhome gives you that uh, the classic new zealand dibbly dobbly bowler you know in the in the in the uh, in the in the legacy of chris harris and gavin larson and things like that so that's de grandhome the the other um, sort of perspective on that is that colin de grandhome is the uh, rishabh pant type player in their batting lineup 
that if they are leading by 200 and they need to get 100 runs in the next one and a half hour, you know, they can send Cloning Grandom and just say, go play T20 game, basically, with a red ball. So that is the only player who can aggressively play. Ross Taylor here, but not in the same way as Colin DeGrandome is. So that is the only sort of um, uh, uh, question that I had. Would they go with Colin DeGrandome or the other uh, special scorer? But other than that, the last the squad for the last test match picks itself. Uh, Kyle Jameson, Trent Bolt, uh, 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 sorry, not, I, I don't know why, but Trent, Trent Bolt, Kyle Jameson, Neil Wagner picked themselves. And then, you know, uh, so does Tim Southey. Yeah, so so here's the thing. If you ask me, I think the openers are now kind of clear after Conway's double hundred on debut against England, right? So so you'll have Conway and lay them opening, right? So one down, Conway. I One down. That's the thing, right? In one down, it either will be if Blundell plays, then it'll be one down will be Blundell, but I think it should be Williamson. Your best, he is the anchor of their innings because Williamson for New Zealand is sort of more Pujara, less Kohli because they have Ross Taylor, who is an out and out stroke maker at number four. Right. So, so it has to be Williamson who's your anchor, especially if New Zealand bat first, the ball is going to, I mean, it's June in England, the ball is going to swing, even if the video. Mm-hmm. Too much it's just it's England, it's gonna happen. So I think uh, Williamson has to go to come number three, Ross Taylor, number four, and then you know the middle order starts, and their middle order is kind of a little brittle, right? No, and no, I'm, but they have a very good batsman in their keeper, BJ Watling. People, I, I think yeah. BJ Watling is highly underrated, yeah, most underrated player going around. Actually, Watling is supremely underrated if you ask me, Mere yeah. say, because if you look at his record, his test match record is not that bad. He's no slouch with the bat. Watling is a damn good player. So, Watling can come at number 6. So, number 5 So, so here is the thing. If I, if I look at the, their squad for the last, uh, the, the lineup for the last, it was Henry Nichols. And I don't think, if Henry Nichols repeats his performance from last time where he scored about 60 of 170 odd balls or something, um, I think he'll be repeated at number 5. Mm. What do you think, Namneet? I agree. You know, I think uh, at number five, Henry Nichols. Uh, Henry Nichols has been really consistent for New Zealand in the last one, one and a half years. So I think it would be Henry Nichols. Also, and you know, I mean, ha, sorry. before the uh, before the before the Lord's Test match between uh, between England and New Zealand, I think the only blemish in this New Zealand squad I could uh, I could point my finger at was the opening uh, was the opening slot. I mean, Blender is a fine player. But he hasn't set the world ablaze. He hasn't set the cricketing firmament uh, ablaze. So I think the emergence of Convoy is a huge, huge, huge plus for New Zealand. And I think you know, I mean the uh, the brittle. I mean, there. I won't call their middle order brittle. I mean, it's it, it 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 is certainly not as formidable as India's middle order, perhaps at least on paper. But the but I think their but I think their opening uh, their their opening pair was not. Uh, was not very settled, you know. So the the emergence of convoy solves a lot of problems for New Zealand. No, no, I, I agree with you. But see, here's the catch. So if Henry Nichols comes at number five, then uh, you have Watling at number six. Then here's the question. Mm-hmm. Then if then they drop the Grandom and get Trent Bolton, then you're assuming that Santner bats up. One yeah, one position up and Jameson band bats one position up and then Saudi Wagner and number eleven per bolt. That's what you're saying, right? Yep. 
Yeah, that's interesting. So that means, but if you look at the trash match against England, yeah. the the only change was Bolt was not playing and the Grandom was there. So you're saying instead of the Grandom, Bolt will come. I think that is the most likely team in my opinion too. Oh, any day, any day, any day. I think, I think you know, Trent Bolt is the best bowler in their uh, in their squad, and 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 you know, uh, for such an important match for the final of the World Test for the for, for the final of the World Test Championship. I, I know I'm I'm pretty certain that Trent Bolt will will walk uh, will walk into the playing eleven. Also, and should, again, and, New Zealand is probably more likely to have five bowlers than four, five proper bowlers bowlers than four because of considered India's batting strength. I think they're probably better served with Trent Bolt in the team. That's why I'm saying the ground home is um, if the wicket is doing a lot or if the wicket seems to be doing a lot, then it will be probably be another batsman. If the wicket is not doing as much, then it's probably going to be Trent Bolt. No, no, it depends. If you have a dibbly dobbly kind of a bowler, then you need overcast conditions and a very uh, swinging pitch. So that that's the only position or condition where they would get tempted to pick the ground home because the pitch will be moving around, so they can use him as a seamer. And they need a batsman too, right? Because they get if they pay, uh, drop the ground home and they get bolt in, they lose one one probable batter too, right? Yeah, but the one thing that we don't talk about much is the the, South, the Rose Bowl or the AGS Bowl now. Um, wicket has, is is prone to take a little bit of spin. So the Mitchell Santner picks himself up no matter what. I even if it is it is the most seeming friendly wicket, they would have be make. A, I mean, not picking Santner would be completely suicidal. So uh, for I, I if if they go with four fast bowlers, good news for India. They will tire out or something, but I I think for that variation, New Zealand uh, does need a spinner. True, I, I think and, they'll go with the and, spinner. And then Kushal, yeah. let me let let me add something. You know, uh, let's not discount the batting ability of Mitchell Santner. He's a very handy batsman. I mean, he's not as good as Colin de Grandholm, of course, but Mitchell Santner is a very handy batsman. He's no slouch with bat. I agree with you. In fact, uh, Mitchell Santner, if I remember correctly, in the last series, uh, either against Pakistan or India, he scored a pretty decent knock too. I don't no, remember I mean, against. In a test match setting, I would probably rate Santner's abilities with a bat a little higher than Degrand. True. True. Because okay, let me let me put the Indian squad on screen now. So let's let's discuss the Indian squad now, which is going to be. So for India, we have Rohit Sharma, Shubman Gill, Mayank Agarwal, Cheteshwar Pujara, Virat Kohli, Ajinkya Rahane, Hanuma Vihari, Rishabh Pant, R. Ashwin, Ravindra Jadeja, Akshar Patel, Washington Sundar, Jaspeet Bumrah, Ishan Sharma, Mohammad Shami, Mohammad Siraj, Shardul Thakur, Umesh Yadav, Rahul subject to fitness clearance, Vridhiman Saha, the backup wicketkeeper subject to fitness clearance and standby players which are part of the bubble are Abhimanyu Ishwaran, Prasiddha Krishna, Avesh Khan and Arzan. Nagwaswala. Okay, so Namneet, first to you. Tell me, what is your probable playing eleven? Batao. Well, it's a problem of plenty, Kushal, and uh, I mean, it's a it's a Gordian not to pick playing eleven out of uh, out of these uh, out of these players. But okay, uh, this would be my eleven. Rohit Sharma and Shubman Gill will open the batting at number three, Cheteshwar Pujara. At number four, Virat Kohli. At number five, uh, Ajinkya Rahane. At number six. At number six, I would pick. Uh, at number six, at number six, I think. Uh, uh, at number six, I think I'll pick up uh, Rishabh Pant. Number seven, Zavinder Jadeja. Number eight, R Ashwin. 
नंबर नाइन जसप्रीत बुमराह नंबर टेन ईशांत शर्मा नंबर इलेवन अल्पिक मोहम्मद सिराज दैट्स गोइंग टू बी माय प्लेइंग इलेवन दैट्स इंटरेस्टिंग यू आर प्लेइंग जडेजा एंड अश्विन बोथ इन साउथहैम्पटन well i mean i think india might be tempted to play uh, india might be tempted to go with hardik pandya but i would pick but i would pick ravindra jadeja and and, and ravichandran ashwin and i'll give you and i'll give you a couple of reasons first of all you know uh, the last time india played uh, at southampton see southampton traditionally has not been a spin paradise you know uh, but but the last time india played uh, at southampton the pitch uh, the pitch had a bit of bite and grip for the spinners and india made a huge blunder by going with only one spinner and and england on the other hand you know moinelli reaped windfall on on this wicket as a as a as a bowler he i think he snaffled nine wickets against us so uh, you know that is that is that is one of the reasons and 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 and, and another thing is that uh, uh, you know hardik pandya Uh, I, i i really don't see that how much value hardik pandya can what value hardik pandya can no, but pandya is not in the squad now pandya is going to squad nahi hai pandya is going to be in yeah 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 sorry yeah yeah sorry sorry not not pandya so i mean so, yeah i mean i think i would uh, uh, i think i would still go with uh, uh, you know uh, ravindra jadeja i know it's little harsh on washington sundar washington sundar was exceptional against the series in england with bad uh and and he was and and he certainly and he certainly did extremely well against australia as well but i would be tempted to go with ravindra jadeja all right adit what's your playing 11 uh, my playing 11 would be sharma and gill obviously pick themselves and the next three as well pujara virat and uh, ajinkya and number 6 would be pant uh, now number 7 uh, is a little controversial i would say if not ravindra jadeja i would go with shardul thakur and uh, the, i'll give you I'll, i'll come i'll come to the number 7 why and then number 8 would be uh, r ashwin and my bowlers my first choice of bowling would be bumrah shami and siraj i know ishant has done very well but i just feel that mohammad shami has that x factor you know that he brings with that thing so if and then on his day i think he can probably out bowl the entire bowling lineup so i would pick shami over um, over sharma bumrah and siraj you cannot go without them now um, if like we said if the wicket is green and if it's doing a lot then shardul thakur in batting gives you the same sort of stability as jadeja does and he can swing the ball pretty prodigiously as we saw in australia and gaba when the ball is doing a little bit he can swing the ball quite a bit so that is one but if there is a little bit of cracks we see then it has to be ravindra jadeja as good as akshar patel has been unfortunately ravindra jadeja is just an electric force in the field and he just with the bat he, he has that experience playing in english conditions which akshar patel or washington sundar do not and let's not forget that even though washington might have done very well in australia batting in england is a whole new thing uh, uh, compared to australia you can just ask virat kohli he was in the form of his life in australia in 2014 and couldn't score a 50 when he was in england in 2014 it took him like 3 or 4 years to uh, you know um, get better in england as well so i just don't think that any of our new players um, uh, are better so in terms of experience probably jadeja but if the wicket is doing much and we need another spin uh, fast bowler then it's probably going to be shardul thakur in my book 
I I understand. Uh, I in fact find your selection of Shardul Thakur to be very interesting and tempting. Also, to be very honest, but here's the thing: we are playing away. We are uh, we are uh, you know we are a radar team when it comes to playing in English condition. Yeah. So I would be tempted to play Ravindra Jadeja at number seven, hmm. and number eight obviously you know Ravichandran Ashwin has to select himself. I mean there is no option. He has to play. He's our no, premier. Ashwin was so bad when we last played in Southampton that he'll be itching to go. And nothing is more good for India than a mad Ashwin who is waiting waiting to prove a point. Because he yeah. saw what he did in Australia this year. Yeah. Year. So, so here's the thing. Bumra picks himself. Yeah. That I agree. Bumra so picks himself Siraj. too. I know Mohammad Siraj is tempting, but I think I would go with the option of uh, Ishant, Shami, and Bumra because I think it's a big final and you need experienced fast bowlers. And honestly, India ki actually it's a ये कैसा टीम है कि साला इसमें प्रॉब्लम ऑफ प्लेंटी है आज तक आदत नहीं है हमको ऐसी सब डिस्कशंस करने की फास्ट बॉलर्स नॉट स्पिनर्स स्पिनर्स हां या बिकॉज़ आई वाज जस्ट लुकिंग एट इट लाइक बुमराह है शर्म इशांत है शमी है सिराज है शार्दुल ठाकुर है मतलब दीस एंड उमेश यादव को तो वो भूल ही गया बेचारा उमेश यादव बोल रहा होगा मेरा भी नाम ले लो मैंने क्या किया पुष्कल दिस इज द फर्स्ट इंडियन टीम दैट आई रिमेंबर इन अ लॉन्ग लॉन्ग टाइम दैट इज ओनली हैज वन स्पेशलिस्ट स्पिनर इन अ स्क्वाड ऑफ 30 ओ या आई मीन अक्षर पटेल इज आल्सो स्पिनर टेक्निकली अक्षर पटेल इज आल्सो नहीं अक्षर अक्षर पटेल इज मोर ऑफ एन ऑलराउंडर ना हां ही स्पिंस द बॉल बट ही इज हिम एंड रविंद्र जडेजा आर लाइक इन योर रवि शास्त्री ऑफ द 90s राइट बट लाइक अर्लियर व्हेन वी यूज्ड टू गो वी वुड हैव कुंबले हरभजन सिंह दिस वेंकटपति राजू नरेंद्र हिरवानी यू नो ऑल दैट थिंग दिस इज व्हेन हरभजन सिंह वाजंट बिजी ऑन इंस्टाग्राम बट वी विल गेट टू दैट लेटर या नो बट ऐसा है ना कि पॉइंट ये कि तभी हमारे पास फास्ट बॉलर थे नहीं और स्पिनर ही होते थे तो उनको ही सिलेक्ट कर लेते थे हम लोग हमारी भी हालत वो थी ना बहुत बुरे थे 90s के यू नो बीइंग नॉस्टैल्जिक अबाउट इंडियन फास्ट बॉलिंग इन द 90s इज लाइक बीइंग नॉस्टैल्जिक अबाउट बप्पी लहरी एंड अन्नु मलिक म्यूजिक ऑफ द 90s इट वाज फॉरगेटेबल विद अ फ्यू गुड वर्ड्स या इट्स ट्रू सो बट आई एग्री विद यू आई 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 थिंक द ओनली वेरिएशन बिटवीन अस 3 इज इन टर्म्स ऑफ हु इज गोइंग टू बी द फास्ट बॉलर आई वुड गो विद बुमराह इशांत एंड शमी ऑल्दो आई इफ समबडी पिक्स सिराज ओवर शमी आई एम नॉट गोइंग टू कंप्लेन टू बी वेरी ऑनेस्ट so i think that's a jadeja has to be picked honestly world test championship final you need a very sensible guy at number 7 also he's a brilliant fielder so he adds that you know needed energy and he could get that crucial run out if it if needed also man the guy doesn't bowl bad on foreign wickets he's he not that bad a bowler what 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 he lacks in talent with spin because he's not a great spinner of the ball he makes it up with like variations and i mean and the thing is this is the thing right if you this is ravindra jadeja walks into the team 99 times out of 100 the my thing about him with thakur or others is only in that 1% scenario where you will get an absolute green top remember wo 2002 ki series hui thi new zealand ke samne where we were all out for 99 and they were all out for 94 where i mean mm-hmm. the ball was just yeah. like pitch or outfield mein farak hi nahi pata chal raha tha only in that scenario does we do it far four fast bowlers and jadeja and field man my god like do you remember that run out of steven smith in australia out in your other and ravindra jadeja just comes and throws the damn stumps yep. down from like 20 meters yep, away yep yep so he picks he picks himself into the team 99 times out of 100 this was me in case we have to go with four fast bowlers what would be our lineup be because all four ishant um, siraj 
Bumrah and uh, Shami cannot play because they all bat horrible. <laughs> so no four just cannot play. Then he will West Indies team. One to seven are batsmen, then eight to eleven is just one person, one one single batsman which might contribute fifteen or twenty. Yeah. So that's why we have to play Ravindra Jadeja simply because he goes as in as a batsman. I think more than anything. Okay, now let's get to the next uh, next uh, point that I think we should touch. Mm. I am really bugged by the mm. fact that the first ever World Test Championship mm. in the history of world cricket mm. in the premier format of the sport is being played at Southampton, not at Lords. So, Namneet, again, I'll start with you. How do you feel about this damn thing not happening in at Lords and in Southampton instead? Kushal, to be very honest, I won't break my, you know, I won't break my head over the, over the venue. In fact, if you ask me, it's a respite that the final of an ICC tournament would be played at Southampton, not the traditional choice Lords. I mean, Lords has hosted so many finals. And I mean, come on, you know, we you you need some change. So I mean, you know, I'm I'm not too concerned whether the final would be played at Lords or not. In fact, I'm happy that it is uh, that it won't be played at Lords. And now, I mean, uh, the the reason which the BCCI president Saurav Ganguly gave to the media over the choice of venue, I mean, it was a rather bizarre reason uh, he gave. <laughs> he said that in Southampton, the hotel is pretty near to the ground, and in, uh, in the times of Corona. And in the times of coronavirus, I mean, it is safer for the players to commute from the ground to the hotel. And since the hotel is cheek by jowl with the ground, so I mean, that was his uh, rational and logic behind the choice of venue. I don't know whether it's the whether he gave the genuine reason or was he just making it up. But yeah, I mean, that's the reason which he gave. No, no, no. But uh, no, from a cricketing point of view, uh, and from a perspective of Team India and Team New Zealand, Namneet, this is my follow-up. And Adit, I want you to also get uh, talk about it after Namneet is done. So, which team would have preferred what ground? I think Team India would have preferred Southampton over Lords, and I think New Zealand would have preferred Lords over Southampton. What do you think, Namneet? I, I think I, you know, I mean, my view is completely contrary to yours. I think India would have preferred Lords and New Zealand would have preferred Southampton because I mean you you know India at least have won a test match at Lords and 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 at Southampton India was steamrolled both the times I mean I think India have played two test matches at Southampton and on both the occasions India was completely decimated in 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 2014 as well as in 2018, while in 2014, India at least won the Test match slots. I know the past records don't matter, but I, I think India, I think India would. I mean, uh, I mean, Virat Kohli is not the kind of a guy who would uh, who would pick and choose venue. He likes to he likes to you know come out all guns blazing. And uh, but I still think that you know I mean, uh, had the Test been played at lots. India, I mean, you know, looking at the composition of Team India and the past record, I think Lords would have been a more conducive ground for India. Adit? Um, so, I think New Zealand would have been more charged up for Lords because A, they are playing in Lords, their second test match next week against England. Uh, second, they would have wanted to prove a point after the 2019 World Cup final where, you know, they lost at Lords and, you know, they would be more charged up to make it prove a point and win. Uh, India, I don't think really 
would have cared it would be either southampton or lords uh, where like they would have played uh, like navneet said southampton probably has, india has probably very bad record at southampton um but in terms of having world final initially i had the same reaction to you uh, like you kushal that are it's a world, first world test championship how can it not be at the so called home of cricket lords and things like that but i have actually come to a different conclusion that for far too often major marquee icc events in cricket only happen in big cities and you know traditional grounds and stuff i think we need to move towards what the fifa what fifa is having and we obviously cricket cannot have that many countries as much as fifa does so within the grounds they should have another country so i would like to see old trafford manchester host a world cup final or you know perth do it in australia for the t20 or in india it's probably going to happen in ahmedabad now that the biggest stadium in india is there so they are probably going to host the final so different venues than you know just having it in kolkata just having it in melbourne just having it in london so i like that it's being changed around and um, hopefully we see that and, and what happens is when these smaller grounds or grounds that are not there are hosting these marquee events you are going to see a lot more infrastructure updates updates there too so you are going to have a lot of grounds which are like in phenomenal condition so i i i kind of get so now let's get into this who is the favorite right uh, okay yeah. adit uh, first you and then namneet and who is the favorite to win and why so go okay. i mean obviously who i want to win india uh, who's the favorite to win new zealand uh, why to two or three reasons uh, in english conditions our current team has not done very well uh, new zealand has the seam bowlers to exploit our batting lineup more than we have the seam bowlers to exploit theirs i think our seam bowlers are as talented or if not you know um, uh, as good as the new zealand fast bowlers but that left arm in swinging that neil wagner and trent bolt um, bring especially when you have rohit sharma virat kohli and ajinkya rahane three stroke makers there that could be very dangerous that was our undoing actually in the world cup semi final that we lost to new zealand you know that you had the new zealand fast bowlers uh, exploit the conditions in the first 10 overs very effectively and then we could never really come back from there so there but but again i think india bats very deep and india with jadeja and ashwin we have really good spinning options as well that could you know exploit the footmarks that the left armers create so that is so i would say it's 55 45 to new zealand right now um india does have a chance but in india's best case scenario we have to bat first and get 350 that is our best chance to win the game it's going to be tough it's going to be all our stroke makers will have to put their heads down and bat for probably 3 runs and 3 runs and over for the first day which is going to frustrate the hell out of the fans and probably the players but they'll have to do it to make get to 350 and only then and then we'll have a chance as good as our fast bowling attack is i think in in these particular conditions i think new zealand's bowling attack especially their especially their fast bowling attack looks uh, looks better than the look better than their indian counterpart 
and the second thing i think i mean new zealand's uh, you know new zealand batsmen are more equipped and experienced and seasoned to negotiate these conditions so i think new zealand have an edge and and, and also don't forget that during the world test championship new zealand was the only team uh, which vanquished india i mean new zealand demolished us 2-0 in a test series and that was the only test series which india lost in the which india lost in the uh, world test championship so new zealand also has a new zealand also has a psychological edge over india as well so uh, but 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 having said that i you know i mean i don't think at least at least uh, at least going in going into the test match it doesn't look like a one horse race both the teams are evenly matched and i think i mean i'm hoping for a crackling match absolutely absolutely i agree but here's the thing i think new zealand is not a slight favorite uh, and if it you know is going to disappoint the viewers and the listeners please get mad at me i think they are the overwhelming favorites yeah i think india is not even <laughs> see india is a slow starter and yeah. this this is why um i am really worried ki this is going to be a single test match and we'll talk about this later on mm. uh but i think new zealand is going to beat us and i the key person in this entire see everybody thinks it's going to be kane williamson i think it is going to be jameson the way we handle jameson is going to be the difference in this match we did not play well True. against him in new zealand we did not do well slight disagreement kushal i think jameson se bhi zyada key is going to be tim southey Tim Southey picked up six wickets against England in the last Test match in one innings, and the the thing is, Jameson ki uh, the, we are still used to Jameson's uh, bounce and little bit because of playing him in the IPL. Tim Southey is a very Anderson type swing bowler, and you mm-hmm. know how bad India has been against James Anderson when the ball is swinging, and all our batters, you know, the way they the propensity of you know leave, leaving their bat outside the off stump. <laughs> Tim Southey is going to be the key in this test match. Hmm. Uh, okay, fair enough. But I, I just think Jameson has that X factor. Huh? I'll tell you. I agree with Kushal. I, I, I agree with Kushal. I think Jameson is 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 a pain in the ass, huh? and uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it's very frustrating. Now I wanted to talk about something very different. So I uh, took out the stats, huh? And by the way this is a beautiful website guys if you love cricket this is called howstat.com yes so so are brilliant yaar one of life saver website hai yaar ye so i was just looking at india's record in england huh? hmm. so look check this out i am share the screen so we have played 62 test matches in england india has won 17 lost 34 and drawn 21 ठीक है एंड नाउ आई शो यू न्यूजीलैंड रिकॉर्ड बिकॉज इज वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग आई मीन न्यूजीलैंड का दिखाता हूं न्यूजीलैंड लिटरली आइडेंटिकल है न्यूजीलैंड इज वन फाइव लॉस थर्टी ड्रॉन ट्वेंटी दे प्लेड फिफ्टी फाइव टेस्ट मैचेस सो ऑन पेपर इफ यू लुक एट द रिकॉर्ड ऑफ बोथ द टीम्स इंडिया एंड न्यूजीलैंड वेन दे प्ले अगेंस्ट इंग्लैंड इन इंग्लैंड It's very similar, but this is where the problem is. 
India still, I think, will struggle against New Zealand because if you look at the English conditions and the New Zealand conditions, they're similar. Hmm. They're not very opposite to each other. I think as far as conditions are concerned. So I think if you look at the record of both the teams, I think New Zealand is going to really give us problems. But now let us still talk about the records. So Namnita, I'll come to you first. What do you make of this after looking at the records of both the teams in Test Match Cricket in, in England against England? Uh, see, you know, I mean, I I was already aware of the I was already aware of their respective records in England, and you know, I mean, both these teams have struggled in England of late. Uh, India have India have done exceedingly well in Australia. India have done India has uh, India has done fairly okay in South Africa as well. But in England, India uh, India I mean, in in last ten years, if India has performed abysmally in one country, it is England. In uh, in 2011 we lost the Test series 4-0. In 2014 we were hammered 3-1 after winning the first Test at Lords. Uh, in 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 2018 uh, India lost 4-1. So effectively in England we have uh, in the last 10 years we have lost we have lost 11 Test matches and we have won only two Test matches. And yeah. and England is the only country where where India have performed abysmally in Test matches in the last 10 years. New Zealand as well. New Zealand, New Zealand's record is in fact even worse. New Zealand, New Zealand. I think the last time I remembered New Zealand doing something, you know, doing something of note in England was in 1999 when they won the Test series 2-1. I think that was the last time I saw New Zealand uh, playing some good cricket in England. But apart from that, uh, New Zealand, New Zealand have been thoroughly underwhelming in England. Not just underwhelming, they have been absolutely diabolical in English conditions in the last 22 years. So, but, but, but as I said, you know, I mean, these records are not very relevant here, according to me, because, because we are talking about India against England in England, New Zealand against England in England. Now, how England, uh, and, but, but, but here India is competing against New Zealand. So, how, I mean, so, so, I mean, New Zealand and India are up against each other in English conditions. So, that's a completely different scenario. So I don't think these records hold much water. These records are just for you know what you say. I mean, you know, they they just show that both these country, both India and England have, both both India and New Zealand have struggled in England. But 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 that is because they were playing against England. Here they are against uh, 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 in World Test uh, in World Test Championship final. They are up against each other. And uh, I you know I mean I I agree with you, Kushal, that I I, I don't. Agree that, that that New Zealand are an overwhelming favourites, but I think that yeah, I mean New Zealand are favourite, and let's not forget, New Zealand has never won. Okay, they have won ICC, uh, you know what you say, ICC Champions Trophy once in two thousand, but apart from that, New Zealand have never won an ICC tournament. I mean, and uh, uh, and you know, and we have seen that uh, that when it comes to big finals in ICC tournaments. New Zealand lost the 2015 final, 2015 World Cup final. Uh, New Zealand lost the 2019 World Cup, World Cup final. Uh, uh, that was against the ICC tournament. So you know, New Zealand, New Zealand sometimes flatter to deceive in the big matches of the ICC tournaments. So I mean, so I mean, you know, uh, if I look at the team combinations and if I look at all the aspects, I would say I I, I agree with Adit that you know it's 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 a uh, it's sixty percent New Zealand, forty percent India. But I won't. But I won't stick my neck out and say that New Zealand are overwhelming favourites. Hmm. One thing. One thing. I'll. If I can jump in right now, Kushal. There is one thing I have to tell you. 
if you actually look at you know how india would be terrible overseas right in the 90s when we tour the one country that we did not do that badly compared to australia south africa and new zealand was england because if you look in 86 we won in england 2-0 then comes 1990 where we lost 1-0 <clears throat> uh, then 1996 where we again lost just 1-0 2002 we drew 1-1 2007 we won 1-0 uh, and then 2000 but then the slide starts from 2011 so why does that happen because if you look in the 90s most of the indian cricketers who were starting batsmen or even bowlers they all played county cricket for english counties right azharuddin tendulkar dravid ganguly lakshman they all played for english counties they were familiar on how to counter and in, batting in australia is a little easier compared to batting in england because australia mein the only thing they had to get used to was the bounce so in the 90s india indians were horrible at playing like the bounce and things like that but then we got a little better at that but when it comes to playing swing and seam bowling and at that time india had some very good seam swing and seam bowlers also in kapil dev jawahar srinath manoj prabhakar prasad and others you lost that swing and seam anderson type bowlers in after the 2000 that is why we started doing badly in england and badly I, in new zealand where I, swing and I, I slightly disagree, Adil. I think in nineties oh. England were a rubbish team. England were basically a rubbish team. Even even Sri Lanka defeated England in England in nineties. I mean, no, you know, I mean, in, no, no, in, but I'm saying, uh, no. I'm saying even in two thousand two and two thousand seven, when they had Anderson, Flintoff, and others, when they won the Ashes, India actually did quite well in England. Two years after the Ashes, we beat them one zero. But I'm saying that's true. That's true. But but that's that I that I completely agree, Adil. Hmm. that i completely i completely agree that you know i mean english uh, english cricket improved uh, improved significantly after 2002 and 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 we certainly won the series in 2007 that after yeah. england had won the 2005 series but i mean talking about the 90s and 90s england were a rubbish team i mean yeah. even sri lanka defeated them in england even no i'll just complete <laughs> one point about, about new zealand and in india that in terms of playing both of us india and new zealand have been pretty rubbish as navneet rightly pointed out in the last two series we've played against the england against england and you know against the moving ball i just think india right now i'm not sure if we have the temperament to hunker down and play gritty old school cricket because the only way we are going to win is if we have this two sessions of like 70 runs each or something like that we have become a team of stroke makers except for say pujara and to some extent ajinkya rahane so can we switch off that stroke making abilities hunker down and just get kohli can do it if he, kohli has done it before yeah. so that's why number 3 and number 4 are so key that they don't lose their head and let's not forget shubman gill was not in good form in the england series so that is also mm-hmm. a big concern at the top of the order against a moving ball shubman gill who has not played in england uh, was quite bad in this home series so can True. can he bounce back and and that is another place also what if india actually decide that gill is not going to open this time you know that is again a very uh, 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 out of the box sort of thing but what if they decide that because gill is not in form he's not going to open so that's something that's a very valid point that's a very valid yeah. point adit and let's and and you know one thing i would just like to add what adit said adit made a very good point that uh, yeah. that that gill's performance uh, wasn't exactly good uh, 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 at home against uh, against england and 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 you know the only thing i would like to add is that gill is not your it is not a gritty uh, gritty batsman i mean he he doesn't like hunker down and you know uh, and 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 ground down the bowlers he is a very flashy stroke maker
playmaker. He likes to go after the bowling, which might not always be the good thing in England because even I mean, apart from one hundred in uh, apart from one Test hundred, even batsmen of Virendra Sehwag's caliber, he struggled a lot in England. Yeah. So. Yeah. Same for Gambhir. Like Gautam Gambhir was good everywhere else. I mean, there is a very famous clip of Jeffrey Boycott talking. Gautam Jeffrey Boycott. He's rubbish. He's rubbish. Uh, he's, he's rubbish. And then literally yeah. Anderson bowls the ball and Gambhir is trying to get his bat out and it hits the bat on the way. And Boycott is like, see, I told you. I've seen him play every test match of his. He can't play in England. <laughs> so He's rubbish. Yeah. yeah. So so that, that is a problem. See, as far as I'm concerned, I think um, India's victory and defeat is not dependent yeah. on indian bowlers i think indian bowlers are capable of enough, enough of taking 20 wickets now anywhere in the world on any wicket yeah. i think as far as i'm concerned because we discussed the x factor in the new zealand team i think the x factor in the indian team is not going to be pujara or kohli i think it's going to be rishabh pant and what he does yeah. because i know it all comes down to that one man <laughs> if he plays a crazy innings and he goes there and he smashes the living daylights out of them and you know he makes a quick fire 150 or something and i think it is curtains for new zealand i think what happens is the way rishabh pant plays right it is very depressing for the opposition to just being pummeled all the time it is the manner in which rishabh pant plays it is not that uh, pujara is also there that you know you need a pujara to be stuck in there and then maybe everybody plays around him Yeah. but i really don't understand how we are going to be managing this but having said that now let's get into the one thing that really has annoyed me the most is this world chess championship format itself i i have still not figured it out i can't wrap my head around this that this is your premier product world test championship cricket basically is about test cricket Yes I know the money now is in T20 but if you ask a cricketer they'll be like no test cricket is the you know the biggest uh, thing that matters the good yeah. ones yeah. so yeah. in such a scenario how can you have a situation where you have a one off match for a world test championship that too usme aisa scenario if i remember that in case of a draw you'll be sharing the title that is so annoying that in a world test championship you are sharing the title so i mean what the hell is this so what okay namneet i'll go to you first and then adit you come in straight yeah. after namneet so what do you make of this format if you remember kushal we had we had the similar discussion a year back after the uh, i think a couple of years uh, a couple of years ago after the 2019 world cup final between england and new zealand the format was different but we were talking about the best of three finals and at that point we had a very long uh, argument my theory was that if you want to get a uh, if you want to have a more fair result if you want a result which is more fair in nature always opt for best of 3 because i mean uh, on any given day any team any team can upset the other team any team can defeat the other team but but if you but 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 after reaching the final if you want a more fair result and 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 and, and if there's a best of 3 even if you lose on one day you know i mean you can have a you can have a one bad day and you can again bounce back and you know win the next two matches i mean you know i mean so so when there's a best of 3 usually the more formidable the more potent the the better team always almost invariably wins but i think you had the you had the theory i distinctly remember you said that now need then then what's the thrill and fun 
want to i mean going into the final i don't want the i mean i i don't want the certainty that the best team is certainly going to win i, I want to have that thrill that excitement that on a given day any team can win and and you were in the favor that there should only be one final i remember distinctly i don't know whether you remember this or not so i think both the theories are right at their own place you know it's just the it's just the mindset i mean for me you know as i said if you want a more fair result if you if you genuinely want to gauge which is the best which is the best test team in the world right now there should be there should be the best of three but if you want that thrill that uh, that uncertainty that uh, that you know that on a that on a given day or or, or during a course of uh, during the course of one test any team can upset anyone so i think you know then then you can opt for one test match having said that ravi shastri the the coach of indian cricket team he has already said that it would have been better if we had the best of three finals and he said that going forward icc would be perhaps taking steps uh, in that direction and i think i mean why icc has not uh, uh, has not opted for best of three finals i uh, i don't know but uh, but so i i disagree on the best of three finals completely i think one final is a great idea because as navneet said you are as professional athletes they are supposed to bring their best on that day and if they cannot it's you know too bad what I, where i do want is i would want a semi final in place where there are top four teams are vying out for the last two spots because as it seems australia has been docked off for like uh, some overrate or something and that's why they lost out on a fraction of a decimal point that is ridiculous right if you are playing over a period of 2 years and you have like one slip up in a test match of an overrate you don't deserve to like not even have a shot at the world test championship final also new zealand i'm glad i'm very happy that they are there but they have won most of their games home so this whole format where a two test match series home counts for the 2-0 win counts for more than a 2-1 win or a 3-1 win for another team in australia is absolutely ridiculous the icc has i mean can you imagine if new zealand wins two test matches against bangladesh in new zealand they get 60 and 60 points so 120 points australia india wins against australia 2-1 with one draw they only get like some 100 points or 80 points i mean what nonsense right so you, there has to be some sort of perspective where away wins are given more weightage than thing and we have to figure out a way of how each team plays every team uh, if india has to be a part of world test championship i'm going to say it we have to find a way to play pakistan in the world test championship i don't think we should you know uh, have like pakistani cricketers playing in ipl and you know uh, till our situation between our two countries is resolved but we do play them in the world cup so why not play them in the world test championship because it's the same thing in the odi world cup and the only reason why they have this dumb rule that each country only plays six countries is because india doesn't want a bilateral series with pakistan so we have to figure something out where we play either we play a game or something like that because it's actually going to damage the game of cricket in the long run koi agar aake puchega ki iske format kya hai and we'll be like hame bhi pata nahi hai we just make shit up as we go along like the rules of this world test championship have changed every 6 months now i agree some of it is due to covid but i i find it crazy that each country is not playing all the countries playing in the world test championship and four of them are going to go up so it, that's just yeah that should change no but adit problem ye hai na ki when you have a see i understand actually <laughs> and i i agree with uh, navneet that <coughs> i'm sorry excuse me yeah. that the 
that the format has its own charm the one off match and the three three test match series but here's the catch na agar barish ho gayi to kya hoga ha wo to main man then there should be a reserve day wo to true, I, I, true, true, true. yeah there should be one reserve day or something and then they should, they should maybe ensure that they 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 you know it's like condition specific and all that those those things can be ironed out ki reserve day then they can make a provision because england may daylight ends for a long time so they would not have that 30 minute rule ki ek ghanta chale ya maybe make sure that the games are played with a pink ball so that you have a daylight test match that goes later into the night to agar barish bhi ho jaye to people can play through the night right dekh aisa hai ki agar india khel rahi hai final mein to pink ball ko to avoid hi karo बारिश के लिए what they need to make sure is at least the quota of 90 overs per day that 450 odd overs ka test match hona chahiye uske baad agar draw hua theek hai draw hua but the least they should manage is that the yeah. frustrating part is i don't think so they're going to manage that this is not right ra namni ye samjho ki you are paying a test playing a test match it is your premier product and if it rains you don't have any way out that's true that But I completely agree with. But but the the propensity of it raining in Southampton is a little less than um, England. So I'm looking at their forecast. Interestingly, next 10 days, there is only one day of rain. One or two days. So let's hope it stays that way. Uh, I think it's on 18th, right? So we have yeah, 18th to 22nd June. But यार वो इंग्लैंड है इंग्लैंड में तो बारिश बोल के थोड़ी ना आती है। मेरा नसीब ऐसा है कि 17th तक कोई बारिश नहीं होगा और 18th से ही बारिश शुरू होगी 22 तक। And and the most annoying thing could be Kushal. What you said is right. Is uh, we are we only get played to play three fifty overs, and then there is like uh, for all three results possible. Uh, but only if there were thirty or forty more overs, that is a huge disservice to Test cricket. So maybe ICC should have a provision like they do for World Championship. But they go. Yeah, that the first um, the first tournament is always going to be you know trial and error basis. Pe. No. So let me check. I was tra- okay. So ICC has finally allocated a. reserve day to yeah, make up for right. any lost time during the regular days of the final schedule to be played from 18 to 22nd so one reserve day is going to be given so i think uh, the probabilities of uh, the match not getting for the full quota of overs is going to be less than but england being no, england not what, just, no no not just reserve day they also they are also giving that uh, 30 minutes before and after play so if you lose say 90 overs on one day you can do 98 98 98 and then you only have to play the balance of that on that day so i think if there is one reserve day provided that even if you get like one day to be rained out i think you should be able to play all days so it shouldn't be yeah because just think about it like this na so look at the current test match between new zealand and england yeah, wo yeah. match mein kya hua so much Take of time was lost yeah. because of rain No, and the stupid thing is, if day one and two there is no rain, they will only play ninety ninety overs. Then day three gets washed out of lanes, and then they'll try to make up for day four and five, 
right? So then you are not making up all the 90 overs. You are only paying 16 or 17 overs more. So for that, you need an extra day where you can play the other 60 or 70 overs. But let me tell you, if it rains, we are going to have a bigger problem because then the wicket is going to swing and seem like a like it's going to the ball is going to swing and swim like a banana. So I, no, no. So another point I wanted to discuss in in such a scenario is mm-hmm. that if this is a if this is the case now another reason mm-hmm. who the hell did the planning of this world test championship as far as the bcci is concerned mm-hmm. the indian team is going to be quarantined mm-hmm. till the match is due mm-hmm. and the new zealand team is playing two test matches <laughs> who the hell made this plan that India is literally not playing anything and they walk into the World Test Championship final without playing any game whatsoever and New Zealand is battle ready. Kis genius ne plan because we have the amazing three-letter word na? IPL. See, ye to quarantine is because there is no IPL final. The, because the last half of IPL was not played because of COVID. Otherwise, till 31st May or I forget, last week of May or, or third week of May, we would have been playing IPL, right? Now, then, if you look at that way from IPL to uh, England, there was only a three-week thing. So they only get to play one, spend one week with their family and then go back and stuff. So that is why they came up with this insane logic. But my thing is that now that the IPL was gone and you guys were going to England anyways, was it really hard to schedule a game with a county side? Like, I'm sure Hampshire, which Southampton Jinka home ground, would have been more than happy to play a three day tour match with India, right? Mm. Rather than that, you have Indian players posting selfies saying, Guess me kaha se hum, guess me kaha kaha hum. I mean, <laughs> like, three or four days. The only cricket, Indian cricketer playing county cricket right now was Hanuma Vihari, who played okay, and then even he was dropped from his county team. Uh, Warwickshire because he was not playing that well or okay, up to wo Indian squad mein aa so he's anyways not playing. So we needed, we actually needed to schedule like a three-day or four-day warm-up game between the county and India and have some sort of a uh, uh, take on that. So, so is the so uh, is the BCCI basically indicating that we don't give a rat's ass about the World Test Championship and the World Test Championship is our tour match for the Fight Test Series against England. Could be, could be that. See, BCCI's attitude could be that till unless and until if this shatters viewership records, and then their attitude is going to change. Because guess what? This five test toward the attitude towards this five test series during England wouldn't have been the same had we not won in Australia. But because India won in Australia 2 1, suddenly everyone was like, Oh my god, India actually might be interested in test match cricket and not just you know, let like. India England key series lelo. We had a bilateral series where we played test matches T20 and uh, ODI. I can I can get, bet my two fingers if you ask in your comments or if you talk to people, they probably except for that last great innings played by Sam Curran, they don't remember the any spells in test matches uh, in the one dayers or the T20s. But everyone is going to remember that one two wicket over by James Anderson in that first test match where he got Rahane and uh, I forget who the other batsman clean bowled with two amazing reverse swinging deliveries, even though England won. Or Akshar Patel winning, uh, you know, spinning the ball sideways. Because it is just you You end up remembering those performances or Rishabh Pant's reverse sweeping James Anderson, right? I remember those moments more from the test match than I do from the ODIs and T20s, although they happened after. So I think now BCC is waking up to the possibilities that Indian viewers are more interested in longer test series and shorter T20 and one-day series. 
yeah it's ridiculous i mean i am finding this entire planning of the tour so frustrating that sala tum world test championship khelne ja rahe ho uske pehle tum ek knock bhi nahi kar rahe ho ek tour game bhi nahi khel rahe ho you're just bloody getting into the test match and special for postponed why not have a tour game i mean i'm sure bcci against are yaar humre to itna bada squad hai the squad can freaking play a tour game against each other so i i I don't. I don't understand why not have a proper game that is televised. And I, I kid you not, if they talk to Hotstar or Sony Six or someone to telecast the damn game, they'll telecast and smash all viewership records. India versus India, करके. <laughs> yeah, so, I know. And I'm really worried about this, which is why I said, you know, because one of the reasons I thought New Zealand are overwhelming favorites getting into this final <laughs> is they have two test matches in English conditions under their belt against yeah. a top quality side like England. and then india has nothing but a baba ji ka thullu getting into the match now if india would have played you know one or two tour games then we i would have said no it is a 50 50 thing anybody can win but yeah. india kuch khel rahi hai aur udhar ja ke bol rahi hai ha chalo world test championship khelte hain what nonsense yaar and not just that their bowlers are going to be battle ready right mujhe batsman ki itni chinta nahi hai because the batsman they can see off the ball and get into groove and things like that yes but your bowlers right if with the ball swinging and seeming you don't want them to spray the ball around for the first 20 overs just to get that groove in because none of them have played test match cricket for 3 or 4 months and then all of them were very um, like bumrah and nishant were not at all tested in the uh, england series home because wahan pe to sab spinner hi dal rahe the right yeah. and or aapke england series ke sare bowlers mein se the only Bowler who bowled the maximum overs that will bowl here is Ashwin. Akshar Patel and Kuldeep are not going to play. Ishant barely bowled five ten overs. Siraj bowled a bit, but in England they are going to be they are going to be required to be bowled like twenty twenty five over spells. So how yeah. spells? I mean twenty twenty five overs in an innings. So how are they going to manage that? Yeah, I don't know how they're going to be managing that. I don't know about the fitness levels. I I don't know anything. Basically, I just think this entire planning of the World Test Championship hmm. is so lopsided, and it is actually frustrating for me as a Test match cricket lover who and who does not watch IPL. Hmm. It is it is very frustrating. But before we wrap today's discussion, because I have IPL ka naam le liya hai, so Nashtar ki baat kari lete. So. So, what did you make of this whole cancelling of IPL? And now we're going to be having. So, pehle baat karte. What did you think? They should they have called off the IPL? Because I'll give you a a, a scenario. So, UFC happens it's almost every weekend. Mm-hmm. NBA happens. It's not like there are no COVID cases there. Mm-hmm. But they manage it and they keep the show going. Do you think IPL should have shut uh, shut itself down and uh, all that? Uh, so, it's a strange thing, right? Um... you had a lot of the urban india where the city franchises are based being affected with the ipl thing and the ipl happening the nba and the U- nba ufc mein kya hai interesting nba mein uh the cities that are playing are the only ones interested in that game they are not they are it's a very it's become a very localized sport like ha there are a few nationalized televised games and things like that or dusra when this all happened us was only going through the first wave right ipl ke case mein kya hua ki india already went through the first wave where there was this whole panic sort of situation and ipl happened in uae and it's almost like it happened again 
right so it was it was there um whether the ipl should have cancelled i think the ipl shouldn't have happened in the first place in terms of you should have only held it in uae because it was it was a proven thing you could have done it again and uae to india like you could have kept a bubble dusra i don't understand this insane urge that we have to stretch the ipl over two months yes i understand that the broadcasters want like great audiences for one match um, every day but aisi duniya mein koi tournament nahi hai where each match is nationally televised like that do you have like epl only having one game a day or nfl only mm-hmm. one game a day this nonsense has to stop we have to have more double headers we have to have more league formats and we have to have more teams like i understand like next year se 10 team aane wali hai but they need to find a way where there are there are having like i was re- uh, i was and i love harsha right but he was saying somewhere ki are nahi uh, we should not have more than 8 or 9 teams because then the quality of cricket is going to go down i don't think that we have enough players sitting on the sidelines where you know the quality of cricket may not go down there might be other backup players that might be in the system and i just think it will probably going to like uh, open the tournament where we have more double headers where the teams are playing the same amount of games but they are not traveling as much i i understand but see i think there are the first of all they should have only picked a couple of grounds there should yeah. have been four teams four teams on one ground each yeah even if they would have held it in india could have managed it i don't know why was there a urge to go to uh, extra grounds that was unnecessary no, think of the six grounds that picked the first it was uh, bombay ahmedabad uh, delhi bangalore chennai kolkata the six cities most affected by covid i mean you could have actually picked uh, two or three tier two cities where the covid cases weren't that high and you could have actually had hotels and then just had the teams hold up in there i mean it's not like that's what they did in dubai sharjah and abu dhabi so i don't understand what was this urge of making uh, uh, player and weirdly enough optic optics wise it didn't look good that while the cities were uh, having the spikes players were actually going to the same cities and playing games so that was that and clearly the bubble rules were violated because player and maybe not um, uh, maybe not um, you know purposely but if you have so many cities you are going to have staff in that many cities you are going to have staff is going to be exposed to many people so it is going to you know uh, cause problems yeah i i think it was just a shoddy management mm-hmm. but again the one thing i find very interesting and i feel a lot of people will be interested in con- covering the rest of the season of the ipl is because they put it in september because it is smack bang before the t20 world cup a lot of players will happily play that uh, section of the ipl because it gives them a good practice for the t20 world cup absolutely i think that is smart yeah but i hope they do they don't again stretch it out for like four weeks or something they have more double headers and 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 do it because ultimately we'll have to get into a format where we don't expect the whole country to just be tuned on to one game you know only then we are going to expand ipl in and to make it a truly professional league abhi it's it's very small in the way it's being conceived i think we need more and more cities and loyal fan bases in those cities to have spectators basically that's that's true that would be my because I, and ultimately that's what lalit modi wanted na wo nfl ka because if you see ipl actually had 10 teams by in the fourth or fifth year but the problem was how the ninth or the 10th team were added and the whole issues so rather than solving that problem we just hunkered down back to eight teams true so let me just take this is an interesting question so somebody in the live chat asked do you guys feel the sri lanka tour is completely unnecessary <laughs> honestly yes Which which Sri Lanka tour was ever necessary after Morley? Then 
<laughs> Sorry, that, that was very mean. <laughs> no, I, I think no, I, I actually think it's very necessary because Acha, na, we have the second eleven kids who are not being able to play in the test match team. Let them play. Man, we are a country of one billion people. Let us have two Indias, one India of ODI and T20, and one India of um, uh, thing. And to be honest, Kushal, and this is going to sound very heartless, but I'll tell you the truth. In, in cricket, there is a, the level that the top four or five teams are playing in the level that the next five teams are playing are a little different. So if India has a team that is an 80% of the team that has gone to England playing against a team that is not in the top five, that probably could be a fairer contest. And we will enjoy I agree. But you're playing the World Test Championship. Then you go for a stupid tour in Sri Lanka. Hmm. Then you're back in England. No, BCCI has figured out the way. He, no, you're not back in England. No? There are two different teams, right? So BCCI has figured out a way of creeping cricket on our screens all day long without changing the teams. So I, I just, just find broad- it ridiculous. <laughs> Broadcaster is getting to broadcast from everywhere. I'm worried that commentators are commentators in England. Commentators may be the good commentators will all be in England and the sad bad ones are all going to be in Sri Lanka. Oh, oh yeah, somebody in the live stream just reminded me we were going to play Zimbabwe also. COVID ki se cancel ho gaya. Thank, thank goodness. Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe team would have been made up with all the IPL players who only we get to see in IPL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, this is an interesting point somebody has written. Can we have two tiers in IPL, eight teams in each tier with the system yeah. of promotion and relegation, both leagues happening during the same space? Baba Parth, I will give you my answer. Itne lalchi hai BCCI wale har match ko har din rakhenge aur world ko bolenge dekho abhi bus ho gaya international cricket abhi sab sirf IPL khelenge. Abhi aur kuch nahi hoga. No, but ultimately yehi hoga because if you look at sports, cricket is actually a misnomer where there is more international sport, international events throughout the year than club events. Baki ap koi bhi sport lelo, rugby lelo, um, football to hai, uh, I mean American football hai, basketball, how many international events do they have? None. Their events are all catered to their domestic base, but have an international viewership. And then, and football has, you know, sort of cracked the code. Wo har do saal UEFA rakhte, ya har char, you know, Euro aata hai, international. So there are some international friendlies and stuff going on, but it essentially is a club, club sport that also gets played by countries few months a year. And that is what cricket is headed towards. That's interesting. So, so you're saying the future of cricket lies in more club-based cricket mm-hmm. and one-off, kabi-kabi international. So maybe test match cricket may be Kerry Packer style. Ho jayega, no, there will be a four-month zone. Okay, all test match cricket happens in you know in in uh, uh, between say uh, June to June to September and December to March. Like those those will be zones. Okay, England or uh, because Australia ka uh, home season and India ka home season is sort of similar. Similarly, England ka home season and West Indies ka home season is similar. So they'll have to figure out two or three month zones in there and you know figure it out. But Test test match cricket will not go that way till we have the interest in marquee series because India England England Australia India Australia these three like these three teams when they play each other there is still a lot of emotional attachment to that but eventually if you look at it that way test match cricket only happens four or five months a year and uh, T20 cricket happens six seven months yeah America may South America may contest matches 
they are not going to watch test matches so it's only for people like you and i'll tell you if it happens for a lesser period of time i think they they are going to have a bigger bang because people will actually look forward to it like oh my god a test match aane wala hai let's you know that's just a world cup ka jaise wo hota hai na something like that so 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 are you recommending that we become even more rigid when it comes to no, letting I, people play test match cricket main ulta bol raha hu i'm saying make test match cricket like ipl have slots for that Two months, three months, four months of a calendar blocked out, and play the World Test Championship in that, and then the rest of the year, which is another four five months, play ICC events, play ODI and things like that. Because how, how would you manage that, right? There is a you run into a problem because Australia has a different summer period. No, India that's has a different. You can have December to December to March as one zone, and then June to September as one zone or something. Because you have to, they go. You, you ultimately the countries that actually get crowds for test matches, unfortunately, they will have to be given preference. If you play according to Zimbabwe and Sri Lanka's summer zone, कोई आएगा ही नहीं match देखने. They, they are not getting. I mean, that's the West Indies, such a great team, but there is no one in the stadium. But they do get crowds for CPL. So how do you manage that? You sort of make it incentivize it more for them, where they get the money from the viewership rights, so they can maybe make stadium entry free or make it very cheap, so that more people can come. Fair enough. When you make it more marquee, I mean, this is a radical suggestion I have, but I I think that is the only way you save Test cricket by making it like something to aspire for, rather than something. Hey, ये तो हर हफ्ते Test match होता रहता है. Hmm. maybe i don't know how it's going to all right i guess uh, we'll uh, we'll wrap today's discussion up but uh, before we wrap it up once again uh, unfortunately navneet's internet dhoka uh, de gaya so he uh, left us so so, uh, so adit as always pleasure talking to you and we we will come back and do a review after the test match series uh, championship is done postpone karenge ya celebration karenge yes dono mein se ek hoga dono mein se ek hoga All right, guys. So, in case you are not aware, when the test match is happening, the World Test Championship is going to be on the 18th of June. It starts there. Uh, I don't need to tell you which channel it's going to happen in India. वो अपना figure out कर देना. मगर I think streaming Disney Hotstar पे होने वाली है. Disney Hotstar is going to be live streaming. It starts at 3:30 in the afternoon India time. This is the best time. आराम से काम वाम थोड़ा पटा के आराम से साढ़े तीन बजे से लेकर रात के ग्यारह बारह बजे तक test match देखेंगे. एक वन लास्ट थिंग कुशल शायद अगर टेस्ट मैच बहुत इंटरेस्टिंग हो जाए तो वी माइट डू लाइक अ 20 30 मिनट सेशन इन मिडल ऑफ द टेस्ट मैच देखे तो सही क्या होता है मे बी ड्यूरिंग लंच वन डे और समथिंग लाइक दैट तो कुछ वो ज्यादा इंटरेस्टिंग रहेगा वी कैन डू लाइक अ तो लोग वो स्टार स्पोर्ट्स की नॉनसेंस से ज्यादा हम लोग को हम लोग से बात कर सकते हैं दे कैन एक्चुअली आस्क अस अ क्वेश्चंस सो वी कैन डू अ क्यू एंड ए सेशन और समथिंग इन मिडल ऑफ द टेस्ट I mean, I don't know. We can experiment with this, right? When we know the test match is about to end, just when it's about to end, maybe we'll start the live stream and match chalu hai or hamari stream oh, chalu hai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shayad, shayad kar sakte. Yeah, yeah. So, kuch aisa kuch try karenge. We'll experiment in that. But guys, time to wrap today's discussion up. Uh, as always, uh, subscribe to the channel, like the video, leave your comments. Support the podcast by becoming a member on YouTube or subscribe on Patreon. Or send your donations via UPI at Kushal Mehra at ICICI or buy the Charvak podcast merch. I I think I'm going to be doing a couple more live streams this week. Definitely one on Thursday on the UFC pay per view that's going to be coming up this weekend. So yes, UFC ka bhi preview karna padega. Sham and I are going to be doing it right after the podcast, uh, the the show on Sham's channel. We're going to be jumping straight to my channel and going to do the UFC preview. 
and uh, i think i'm going to be talking to shrikant talagiri i just have to finalize the time and date so i'll do that too until then i'll see you guys next time namaste take care goodbye